Welcome into another edition of the Heart and Hustle podcast. Nick Gronowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. It's been a minute, but thanks for once again downloading, subscribing, rating, reviewing the whole thing uh, as the Magic are in the NBA restart and the NBA playoffs. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter at Inez Says, A-N-A-Z-S-E-Z is where you can find Scotty. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at GetNickG. The Twitter account has changed at GetNickG is where you can find us. All right, um, let's start with the Magic, and then we'll see what else we can get to, even though normally yeah. we talk 15 minutes on the Magic, <laughs> and then we're done. Um, they play the Milwaukee Bucks on Tuesday. Yeah. I'm I'm trying here, man. I'm trying to stay optimistic. Put those pom-poms on, Nicky Football. Come on, you so, can do it. The only optimistic thing I can come up with <laughs> is the way you shot the ball against the New Orleans Pelicans team, yeah. which, by the way, fired their coach 24 hours later, right. against the Pelicans team. If you can come out and shoot the ball like that, and this sounds like Captain Obvious, but when the ball is going through the hoop for the Magic, they're kind of a sneaky, frisky team. Yeah. That's it. That's all I That's got all for you. That's all you got for me, huh? Um, look, did the Magic have a chance to beat the Bucks in this series? I mean, I, yeah, I guess they have a chance to beat the Bucks. They're going to play. But let's tell it like it is. It's a minuscule, a minuscule chance. Right. I mean, that, that's what it is. But I will say this. There, there will be some things that happen in these playoffs that you go, wait. Wait, 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 like, wait a minute here. Um, that doesn't usually happen in NBA playoffs, but because of the nature of the the strangeness of it all, the bubble here in Orlando, no fans, being away from families, it's 2020. You know some bizarro things are going to happen come playoff time. Do I think the Magic will beat the Bucks in this series? I'd be nuts to say yes, and I think anybody would, with the exception of those guys in that Magic locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think the Bucks will win four games to nil? No, I do not. I think the Magic have an opportunity to take one, maybe, maybe two games in you this set series. Over under one half or one I, and I, a half. I, I, <laughs> in See? in my world, it would be one and a half. Okay, How about that. In I said it a half last week, and I took the slider. I think they get one game. I, look. A number of things have to happen in order for the Magic to have a chance in this series. Number one, Mm -hmm. you have to shoot the lights out. Are the Magic capable of doing that? We've seen in here in the second half of the season, in some of these seeding games, especially early, that this team is very capable of shooting the lights out. You go, what, uh, the first game against Brooklyn, the second game against Sacramento up until Jonathan Isaac blew his knee out. Yep. And then this past game against New Orleans. Yeah, in three of the eight games. Yeah. Not quite 50%. Three yeah. of the eight games, this team shot the ball and shot it well. And it starts, I think it starts with Markel Fultz at the point guard position. I really it do. Ver- it they, very well could. They started him in that game against New Orleans for whatever the reason is, and you and I have talked about this a lot, when he starts at the point, that offense just runs better. And it I does. don't know why. It does. And I'm a DJ uh, guy. I, I, I am too. But I, you mentioned DJ Augustine. I like DJ. I think DJ Augustine, like he was in last year's playoffs mm-hmm. against Toronto, I think DJ is going to be a key guy. And remember, it was DJ who hit that key three-point shot from the top of the key late mm-hmm. against Toronto in game one to send those, uh, those fans home very, right. very quietly. Uh, in Toronto, I think DJ DJ is going to be a key guy. But I, I mentioned DJ hitting a three point shot. Three point shooting in this series is going to be a must One, for the Orlando no Magic because the Milwaukee Bucks they're they're kind of old school in terms of their defense. Like they they don't switch a lot defensively, and their key is they don't give up a lot at the hoop, which is contrary to what the entire league is doing right now 
defensively. What they will do at times is give you open three-point shots, and it's going to be incumbent upon the Orlando Magic. They're going to get their looks. Can they knock them down consistently in this series? I think they can do it for a one- to two-game span. Can they do it for four games? I doubt it, but... They're going to get their looks throughout this series. Nick. Yeah, I think you're right about that. They're gamblers. That's what the Milwaukee Bucks are. Yeah. They're going to let you get some of those. And I don't think it's going to be about your Terrence Rosses. He's going to get his. I think T. Ross, if you leave him open, he's going to get his. Can Aaron Gordon shoot a good enough percentage for yeah. this series? And the health of Aaron Gordon is a real question going in on Tuesday against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he he participated in practice over the weekend, Steve Clifford said, but they, did, they didn't scrimmage. Um, AG, I think, is kind of the key for this series yep. for, for Orlando because there's no Jonathan Isaac. Michael yep. Carter-Williams is listed as doubtful. Uh, they're going to need Aaron Gordon to be as good as he can possibly be. Yeah, you, you must have read my mind. Aaron Gordon is a big, big key in this series, especially without Jonathan Isaac. He is going to have to be in charge of trying to frustrate Giannis Antetokounmpo. And quite frankly, we have seen in these bubble games Giannis being frustrated to the point where you know, he's headbutting opponents and he's being kicked out of what games. Is that and about? I, I have no My clue. My goodness. But the Bucks go three and five in these bubble games, Nick. Keep in mind, they're not playing their best basketball coming into this series. So I'm trying to I'm trying to put my pom poms on as much as I possibly can, but the Bucks offense is predicated on Giannis Dedicumbo. We all know that. And if teams are gonna give him twos, He's going to He's bury you. It is up to Aaron Gordon to try to frustrate him at that point because you know what the Bucs do. They they play Giannis and, and basically four or five out. That's what they do. Um, but but th- this five-out game plan that the Bucs have, they have four other guys on the court at the same time who all can shoot the three effectively, even their centers, the Lopez brothers. So, yes, Giannis is great. And, and and if you send a double team at him, guess what? He's going to find one of those open guys right. who's, who's going right. to knock down a three. It, it, it is vital in this series that Aaron, not only Aaron Gordon, there will be other guys that guard Giannis Adetokounmpo, but Aaron will be the main guy. It is vital for Aaron to try to frustrate Giannis Adetokounmpo to the point where he wants to headbutt him during a game. That, so, so I don't know if absolute... Aaron has that in him. Is Aaron that kind of an... Aaron, I don't know if Aaron is that kind of a, of a defender where he is going to get under your skin. Aaron is a good defender. Yeah. He's very, a very good individual defender. Yeah. But he's not an instigator. Yeah. He's not You're right. a. You're right. You know, he's not a Matt Barnes. He's not a Trevor Ariza. Yeah. He's not. You know, he's not Pat Beverly. That's if Aaron Gordon could just steal the attitude of Patrick Beverly for mm. one series, where he's going to kind of get in your skin, get up in your jersey. I would believe everything you're saying. Yeah. But I don't know if Aaron is really right. quite that guy. If I'm Steve Clifford, I'm going to Aaron Gordon. I'm saying, hey, if he punches you, that's the key. You're doing your job. That's the key. You frustrate him until he starts speaking in Greek again. That's I don't know. Key. That's that, what you have to that, do. That's the key. Coach Clifford is the key here. You've yeah. got to get an Aaron here. Aaron. Yeah. Day after day after day. Pretend prior he's Kyle to these Lowry. Players. Exactly. That's, a, that's another guy. Kyle Lowry's another guy. Exactly. And 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 let's see the edge that Aaron Gordon showed when Kyle Lowry basically victimized Aaron Gordon and sent him to the injured list for at least a couple of games during these bubble games. Did you hear the rumor that Aaron Gordon went to his room? Aaron I Gordon did went not to him? Hear I, that. that was a rumor last week. Oh, it's I been unconfirmed. Did. Good. Well, it's the rumor is Aaron Gordon went to a room. He went to the <laughs> wrong room actually. Oh, you're was, kidding. That's the rumor. 
That's the rumor. Now, I talked to Wes Iwandu last uh-huh. week on the Down the Road podcast, and Wes actually, Wes... By the way, Wes has that edge yes, about him. Yes, And Wes will see some of Giannis. Ooh, he's given up a lot of size there. No doubt. He's given a lot of size. Everybody Wes is. told me the foul was dirty. Wes told Absolutely me unequivocally he said it was a dirty foul. Absolutely. Yes. And that's what Kyle Lowry does, and he's done it for years, and the NBA continues to look the other way on Lowry. It's absolutely amazing. So you're right. Aaron Gordon is going to have to try to frustrate Giannis Adetokounmpo. Does he have it in him for five, six, seven games in a series? Quite frankly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer to that question is. But, um, you know, and look – I mentioned the Toronto series last year, and even though you lose that series to the eventual champions four games to one, the Magic, I, I, I think, developed a familiarity with playoff basketball in that series. Oh, of course. So they know what to expect now. You know, they know what to expect. They went up against Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. and Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam in that series. And, and for the most part, through those five games, maybe with the exception of Game 5, in Toronto, mm-hmm. for the most part, they competed and competed hard. There was a resolve that they developed. You and I were at Game 3, and they had that comeback in the second half, yeah. remember, and uh, came up short. Game 4, same thing, was a close game, I think, in the first half. Yeah, they just let go of the rope in that Game 5. Yeah, a lot of Magic players now, like an Aaron Gordon, a Nikola Vucevic, uh, to a certain extent, a DJ Augustine, who did have some playoff experience going into that Toronto series. You have, the, I mean, these guys... Evan Fournier is another guy. They they saw that the extra gear or gears that you have to put in place in order to compete at the highest level. Now, what will these playoffs look like? That's another question. Mm. You don't really know. You you know what playoff basketball is going to look like in a conventional playoff season. Right. Now, there's no home court advantage either way. There's no home crowd. We all knew how loud that crowd was in Orlando for games three and four last year, how raucous the crowd was in Toronto last year for games one, two, and five. You're not going to get that now. No. So The seating really playoff, didn't matter. You, you know it's going to rise a level or two or three, but but what gear is is the playoffs actually going to be in once you start them because it's so different now? Well, I think we saw over the weekend in that Portland-Memphis play-in game, which I fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations to Adam Silver and the NBA for putting on a very successful uh, play-in tournament. I thought that it was going to be a little finicky, a little gimmicky when they rolled out the plans. Oh, wait a minute, if they're inside of four games or whatever, how's this going to look? It looked fantastic, especially with the way yeah. that Phoenix played, going 8-0. My, wow, 8-0 uh, Phoenix went. But that game with Portland and Memphis and John Morant going for 30-something and Lillard and the you know the McCollum shot, um, I... We we've seen that the drama and the intensity bodies were hitting the floor mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah, uh, so we know that they are going to be intense. But you're right, role players tend to play better at home. There's mm-hmm. a reason why, and that's why I think the play of the role players, not the stars, is going to end up being the focus DJ of Augustine. all of these playoffs. Yeah, a DJ Augustine, yeah. a Michael Carter Williams yeah. when he comes back. I look at Milwaukee, Dante Divincenzo, mm-hmm. someone like that. One of those Lopez brothers. Um, you know I. Chris Middleton, who is a star player, but I don't know if quite he carries himself with that star mentality. You know, the Lakers, Danny Green is going, Kyle Kuzma, those types yeah. of guys in those first-round series. Um, I think that is, that's an interesting question as we move forward yeah. with this. And how is it, you know, is it is it going to have a positive effect on the Houston Rockets, who are choking dogs sure, in the playoffs sure. because they can feel 
Yes. The crowd Feel pushing the in. Absolutely. Absolutely. How about that series? You get Oklahoma City, Houston. That's going to be fun. I'm looking forward that, to that. That's, that's going to be fun. But you're absolutely right. Come playoff time. And I've been ta- I've, I've been following the NBA playoffs for a long time. And I've talked very to you about time. the playoffs mm-hmm. for a long time as well. Um, and you got a taste of it last year here in Orlando. Yes. Uh, the crowd was unbelievable. The, the level of play, every possession is huge. So I'm interested to see in where that level is this year, knowing there is no crowd there uh, in the Disney bubble. One more thing, and I know yeah. you, you got to go, the the Milwaukee Bucks. Time is just a construct. I, I, and, and, and here we go with the whole, okay, playoff start. The Bucks went 3-5 and five in the bubble, Nick, in these seeding games. Yeah. Did not play overly well. No, they didn't. And, and I do wonder, does that continue against the Orlando Magic? I mean, you, you lose to a, a Nets team that was without Karis LeVert, without Jared Allen. 19.5-point favorite. Biggest right. upset in NBA history in that game. Right. That's not the Milwaukee Bucks that we've known over the last two years. Right. With Giannis Adetokounmpo there. They, they still finished with 56 wins on the season. But this was not the same Milwaukee team that we saw prior to the pandemic. We saw frustrated Giannis Adetokounmpo, right? So um, I think if you're a Magic fan, you're hoping that the strangest of the bubble factors into this equation He here. also didn't play in that final game no. either. He was suspended. So now you've got Giannis coming off of a layoff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that means. I'm just throwing that out there as maybe something else working for you. Maybe he's out of rhythm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Then again, they only played like 30 minutes a game. It's up to the Orlando Magic to do exactly what they did in game one against Toronto last year. Plant the seed. Mm-hmm. Plant the seed of doubt. Because what was the knock on the Toronto Raptors going into the playoffs last chokers. year? Right? Big-time chokers, at least in the Eastern Conference. Right? You got Houston over in the West. Big-time chokers can't win, can't win a playoff series. Can't beat LeBron. Can't do this. Can't do that. Um, they showed us otherwise in, in winning the NBA championship. But do the same thing with the Milwaukee Bucks because you know their frame of mind is not right going into this series. And if you can plant that seed early in a game one, steal a game one, Maybe you've got a chance to win a couple, maybe three, or or who knows what happens in the, in the strangeness of this playoffs. Maybe, maybe, maybe you do. Um, what's your prediction? Now? I, if you're, I, I got to turn it to you now, right? If, if yeah. What's asking, your prediction? Yeah, if you're asking me to be objective, reporter Inez says no one's asking that. Buck, I mean, do Bucks you win the series four games to one? What am I hoping All right, for? Five games. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping for a magic win four games to three, but I, I it's likely not to happen. I got to follow up one question then, because uh, time is just a construct. Yeah. So let's say it's a five game series. You lose to Milwaukee. Mm. What do you call this magic season? Successful? Unsuccessful? Wow! I said last week it's an unsuccessful season. I, any time you lose in the first round, it's going to be an unsuccessful season. I. I this team I don't just know. didn't take steps that we wanted them to take this no, year. A lot of injuries. No, I, There you go. Al Farouk Aminu. That's you, it. You didn't have him the entire year. Jonathan Isaac, you basically didn't have him for the entire year. But even guys like Aaron Gordon had a down year, right? Terrence Ross didn't have the year he had last year. Evan Fournier had a really good individual season. Nick Vucevic. Injuries. Just Nicola such Vucevic. a weird year. Injuries. It was a weird year with injuries. As much luck as the Orlando Magic had last year mm-hmm. in terms of the injuries, not missing a whole lot of player games due to major injuries, this year was exactly the opposite. I know it's such a long time ago that we're looking at last season, but, I mean, you look at all the guys who suffered 
injuries to major injuries, there are a, a, a hand, at least a handful. I mean, everybody has basically been injured this season. So it, I think if you were to ask Jeff Weltman that question, he'd probably deem it as unsuccessful. But you have to factor in the injuries last year, something that did not happen to him last year. Yeah, good point. It's a good point, man. Um, listen, I mean, this thing gets started on, gets started on Tuesday. Um, that's going to do it for us here on the Heart and Hustle podcast. He is Scott Inez. I'm Nick Grunowitz. You can follow Scotty on Twitter at Inez says A N E Z S E Z. You can follow me at Get Nick G at G E T N I C K G on Twitter. We'll be tweeting uh, throughout the games, of course, for the latest uh, on your Orlando Magic. For Scott, I'm Nick. We'll talk to you a little later this week here on the Heart and Hustle Pod.